0: Pokémon Legends Arceus, a new spin on the Pokémon games that sees a young trainer thrown back in time to solve the mysterious happenings in an ancient village. Can our hosts make a story of all these open worlds, strange time anomalies, and vicious Pokémon? Find out on this episode of GameReel. Welcome to Game Reel, I am your host Cassidy Easton, and I'm joined once again by my lovely co-hosts in the brand new year, Matthew Brennan and Annika Gjertormsen. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hello. We've taken a little bit of a break. We were sleeping off all the partying we did for to celebrate
1: 2022. And uh, yeah, how's your guys' year been so far?
2: Amazing. <laughs> yeah i mean you know
1: it's we're, we're chilling it's fine you know it's 2022 like we're still we seeing how the vibe is you know yeah it's gonna the... be another apocalyptic year who knows the... hopefully not
0: the vibe is under inspection right now and uh we'll get back to you on that if you're a new listener this year uh this is the show where three college grads uh write movies about video games they like and today we are covering current-ish news this game came out like two weeks ago uh we're covering pokemon legends arceus the newest uh pokemon game came out this year 2022 Uh, came out in january 28th i believe um and it is uh the first like open world pokemon game where you can you know run around in this like big breath of the wild type map and like throw pokeballs directly at pokemon that are wandering around and catch them and uh it's it's very it's very cool conceptually it's something pokemon fans i think have been asking for for like years i think this game has been in development for years although if i'm honest it still seems a little bit rushed in my Mm -hmm. honest opinion uh have you got yeah let's actually talk about that have you have you guys played any of this game yet
1: I started Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're recording this on a Friday. And <laughs> I'm still in the first area. Yeah. there. There's a lot of talking. And there's a lot... Mm. The, the early tutorial... Well, I, I do enjoy the game. I think it's really fun. I, I'm happy that Pokemon is trying something new. Because mm-hmm. they don't really do anything radically different every time it's kind of the same game mm-hmm. and i've mostly enjoyed it but i find that as uh, the years go by i'm like less into turn-based combat and waiting and just like <laughs> reading a lot and i'm and it just you know i yeah. haven't been as into it but i think the open world aspect is really cool i like throwing pokeballs i think it's a little bit closer to how i imagine pokemon would be in the future when i was a little kid imagining this like oh you Mm -hmm. know it's gonna it's gonna get so cool and you're gonna you're gonna be able to walk around you're gonna be able to see them i was like imagining like vr headset pokemon type dealio hey don't discount that that might that might happen maybe then we'll finally
0: have a pokemon game where your like partner can walk around with you
1: yeah i mean they've done it in Previous games were just like it's just like the little sprite guy falling around. Mm-hmm. They had it in heart, gold, and soul, silver. And after they did that, I was like, I am, I want this to be in every single Pokemon game forever. There's no reason why there shouldn't be this. This is awesome. You get to talk to it, and it'll be like, Oh, it's like it's little feet, you know, are cold because it's touching because <laughs> you're on like ice or whatever. And it's just like little stuff like that. Yeah. But it's cool. I think it's I think it's a step in the right direction. It makes me yeah. hope that the next Pokemon game will be really good. I think it's it's a little like barren looking a lot of the time. A little bit. And yep. it doesn't look amazing. I think the art direction is kind of bad and a lot of the character designs are not great. Oh. But yeah. I'm yeah. I think Adamant's cool. He looks good he's hot he's really mm. hot i like mm-hmm. him a lot he's the only character design i like <laughs> yeah but it's fun though it's it's enjoyable to walk around it's a step in the right direction and it has me excited for the future and i'm enjoying playing it despite obvious flaws that it yeah. has.
0: yeah um annika have you played or played or interacted with this game in any way
2: um no i have not played it um mm-hmm. I watched some gameplay of it, though. It looks really cool to me. Um, I've, I mean, I've been hearing all the complaints on Twitter about like, oh, the tutorial is too long. Like,
0: yes, mm-hmm. it's like thirty minutes it's... long of just talking.
2: Well, I was talking to a coworker today, and he said he was stuck in the tutorial for two hours.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus, like, really?
2: Yeah, I was like, I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> I've played a Pokemon black and white and i think i had soul silver but not heart gold and i've played another game pokemon go i've played um Mm
1: -hmm.
2: i'm very familiar with pokemon i love it a lot
0: yeah same i've actually this is only the second pokemon game i've ever finished it's not a super long game
2: about Um, how long
0: i don't have my switch on me so i can't look at like how much time i have in the game
1: do you feel like you get out a lot of it in the overall? Because I feel, while well, I definitely mm-hmm. am enjoying it, I I feel like it does feel like there should be more points of interest generally. You know?
0: Yeah, I. It was I was so overwhelmed in the beginning because it's also very new for a Pokemon game. Because in like That's true. in Pokemon, like you go into the world and Pokemon are only in the tall grass, and you go in there and you have a random encounter. But in this world. Mm-hmm. They're all over the fucking place, and some of them will yeah. like run after you and beat your ass.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Some of them will disappear if they see you. So,
1: have you guys ever yeah. played the Pokemon Ranger games? No.
2: Oh, they were for the yes. D- yeah, they
1: were for the DS. Ah, uh, kind of underrated, honestly, because mm-hmm. they're in those games. Like, it's not 3D. Obviously, it's like a top-down map, but like you're like a tall person. You're walking around. And Pokemon do try to fuck you up. And it's a lot similar to how it is here. Though mm-hmm. I think they're a little more aggro in that game. <laughs> and, you know, you see them walking around and stuff, meeting in groups and shit. It's cool. Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. This game just feels very overwhelming at first to me. Because it is very new. And then, you know, it's kind of... I don't know. I-, I wish there was more. I wish there were more Pokemon. Uh, um, yeah. Not- there's only, like... There's half as many as there were in uh, Sword and Shield. Like, Sword and Shield only had, like, 450-odd Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now this one only has, like, 230, I think. 240? Yeah. I was also Something hoping
2: like that. that they would introduce more new Pokemon. Because I think that's part of the fun, yeah. is, like, in every game, mm-hmm. they introduce, sure. like, an I don't know, X amount of brand-new Pokemon. But for this, it looked like all they did was... Reskin a ton that already existed
0: yeah Yeah. they're sort of reasoning for that i think is because this is technically it takes place in like the Sinnoh region yeah Mm -hmm. but like back in time in like olden days right um so there's not a ton of new pokemon i don't think uh yeah they have like hisuian variants of the pokemon Mm -hmm. but i don't I don't remember if there are any new ones, but since we're talking about it already, do you have a favorite Pokemon from this region?
1: Yes, but only based off looks. I haven't Mm -hmm. gotten it yet. Uh, Though I... There's just like a lot of Pokemon in the game now, and you just see like a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. That's a terrible um, way of explaining it, (laughs) but I, I... Usually with Pokemon games, I would always plan my party out first and then I would go into it, but it's so new that there's like very little information online with it. So I'm just switching out my team a lot more, and it's very cool. Yeah. I haven't gotten them yet, but I really like the Hisui, Growlithe, and Arcanine designs. Really? I think just, yeah, I think just you take a, a good boy, good dog, that's always <laughs> been a good design, and just give him puffy bangs, and it's like, yeah, that's that's a good <laughs> idea. I'm glad you did that.
0: See, I love Hisui uh, Growlithe. I don't mm-hmm. love Arcanine. I kind of am disappointed in how he looks, if I'm honest. Yeah. I think yeah, they made like his main like, I don't know. I expected him to look more like those like Temple Guardian dogs, which I think mm-hmm. is what the design is like based off of. Mm-hmm. Right. But then they made his like fur like black and like didn't mm-hmm. change the orange at all. So it just kind of looks. Weird color, color wise. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. Mm-hmm. But also, it's not like the
1: worst thing I've ever seen. Damn, this is such a scathing review of the new Pokemon game. <laughs> <laughs> We're just shitting on it. It's terrible. I know, this is
0: supposed to be our favorites. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'll I'll purge my uh my comments by saying my favorites.
1: We're um, never gonna get sponsored by Nintendo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my favorite Pokemon in the world is the whole like ghastly through gengar line gengar being my absolute favorite but Gengar's in like all the games like ever so Mm -hmm. we're gonna put him aside for now um Mm -hmm. my favorite of this region is actually hisuian voltorb or not voltorb Mm -hmm. no it is voltorb (gasps)
1: oh
0: it is voltorb the
2: one who looks like he's made of wood
0: yeah well because he is he's he's like they yeah. uh they like reskinned him to be electric grass type now instead of just electric I think is what he just used to be
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah um but I love him I like I already liked Voltorb because I thought he was such a funny looking Pokemon because he just looked like a Pokeball with with eyes mm-hmm.
2: um
0: but now he's like a funny little chestnut boy with like crazy crazy eyebrows Woo! I think that's great. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, Hisuian Voltorb's uh, my fave from the region so far.
2: In general, I'm going to say that I love that they're all purple now. Like the Hisuian variants are all purple. I think that's so cute. It <laughs> makes me really happy. Um, my favorite Hisuian version is Zorua. Um, mm. The original Zorua was a dark type, this one is a normal and ghost type. I love ghost yeah. types, they're one of my favorite. Yeah. Price of Pokemon, and I just think he looks so cute, and they gave him kind of sad eyes, and he looks so, so precious and dear.
0: I love ghost Pokemon so much mm-hmm. because they're, the they're also so fucked up, and I think this one is also one of the fucked up ones, because I think they're ghost Pokemon because they went extinct or something, and they <laughs> oh, like <no>. feed <laughs> off of human <laughs> hatred and suffering or something like that. That rules! Oh, I lo- That's awesome. Yes. Yeah um it's like yeah ghost pokemon for whatever reason are just like oh yeah they abduct children in the night or they eat the souls of young men or
1: yeah Yeah, or like (laughs) or like with drift it's like yeah they like lure children into the Mm -hmm. night and fly them away and they're never seen again
0: yeah it's just like (laughs) holy shit you have this like on your team what's the moral implication of having a pokemon that habitually kidnaps children on your like i think
1: battle team Heike, I think Pokemon fundamentally is all about ignoring moral implications. (laughs) Like anytime they try to tackle them, it's just like you're you know, you're like enslaving animals and making them fight each other. And like in this because it's like this is the early advent of Pokeballs or whatever, Mm -hmm. there's like they're talking about like, oh, why would you shackle them? And then you beat them in a fight and they're like, Oh, I see the the value in this. But it's like I don't know, this still seems kinda it's not very vegan, you know. That's another
0: <laughs> weird thing about this game is they almost acknowledge like the weirdness of like Pokemon enslavement a little bit. Because like the I forget an Irida, I think her name is, she's mm. like super against it. She's like she's like, Why would you put Pokemon in Pokeballs? They're terrifying creatures and they're wild animals and you're just gonna make them angry. Yeah. We just have our Pokemon right. out and about with us. And it's just, like, it makes her conversion to, like, being okay with Pokeballs so weird. It's just so weird, like, you convince these two tribes of people that, like, what we're doing is cool and okay. Pokemon
1: should be in Pokeballs and serve Mm -hmm. us, humans. It's the fucking Pokemon establishment, man, telling you, yeah, man, you gotta... they're, They're better like this. I feel like a lot of Pokemon games touched on that a little bit i think that's mm-hmm. what gen 5 was about with and mm-hmm. that guy with the ponytail where he's like we're gonna release all pokemon man you know it's fucked <laughs> up but it was like no because people love pokemon they were better together and it's like yeah you have a little little character looking at a dog and it's like yeah you're right i don't want to separate this person from their dog
0: it's weird but man. the dog's
1: a pokemon this game is also like
0: weirdly colonialist in a weird way Hmm. Mm -hmm. it's very strange
2: can you expand on that
0: uh not well but (laughs) i think it's just like all the people in the village you're in came from somewhere else and they're like yeah we're trying to get a foothold in hisui
1: and
0: and then they're like trying to convince the two like clans like the diamond and pearl clans to like do go, go their way like yeah let us like let us like calm your raging, like Lord Pokemon down, mm-hmm. and uh, is...
1: give you Pokeballs and stuff. Mm. Is Professor Layton a foreigner? Is he like from Hisui, or did he come from somewhere else?
0: I think everyone in like the village is from somewhere else. I think they, because okay. you eventually see more people coming from like that right. beach you landed on, like you see mm-hmm. more more of them coming from there and being like oh yeah we came to live in the
1: village right, so are they from like other like the normal regions maybe like names I something think they're from all or... over.
0: because mm. you see a lot of ancestors of like like established Pokemon characters that are like right, from different gens and different from different regions. gens and they're all in this village
1: I think I think what's good about Pokemon or what about this game is that it's trying different things. But if I'm being, I do kind of like the the, the staples of Pokemon, like gym leaders and like the roaming Pokemon are just like around. And I kind of miss that a little bit. But yeah, I will say trainer battles in this are few and far between. Mm.
0: But they're pretty fucking annoying.
1: I guess it makes sense because it's like, oh, yeah, this is like Pokeballs were just invented.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like it makes sense. Nobody would have like a full team or would be trainers yet because when you first get to that village everyone's like pokemon are fearsome horrible creatures that have been terrorizing us this whole time we've been here and then there's like a woman in the in the town who's like i've always wanted to see a starly they're so cute to me but they're also so terrifying and then you like present with a starly and she it's just this like bird it's just a bird and she's like oh, a Starly, and they're like, oh, do you want to pet it? And
1: she shrieks and, like, freaks out. She's like, oh, no, absolutely not. It's a horrible, ravening beast. What if it doesn't move on me? It's so comical how, like, unfamiliar people are with Pokemon because you'll be, like, on this team whose job is to, like, deal with Pokemon. And, like, your Mm friend will be like, yeah, I mean, I just captured a Pokemon for the first time, like, yesterday. It was so crazy. It was so hard. And you're just, like, this kid who comes in, and you're just fucking shit up, and you're like, I know, you've already got six Pokemon. They're, like, they're it's not that hard <laughs> yeah you just throw a pokeball come on man
0: it's like dude the like bidoofs out there don't even run away like I, you could just throw a pokeball at one of those guys it's fine
1: yeah everyone's like weirdly really incompetent it's funny yeah do we want to move on to pitches i wouldn't mind going first in the distant past when pokemon ran wild will two youngsters of warring clans bond bridge the divide between not only man and man but man and pokemon okay so i think that i like the past angle of this game a lot Mm -hmm. but i do not think we're far enough into the past and there's like this weird thing where it's like it's period but there's people who look kind of normal and it's Mm -hmm. like it's kind of weird i want it to be like full-on like feudal japan like just Mm -hmm. like no electricity nothing like that like Crazy types of and the two clans that the uh, are in this game, Diamond Clan and Pearl Clan. They're like, oh yeah, we used to have like tension or whatever, but it's and it's still kind of weird. We used to fight, but they seem to be fine in this game. Mm-hmm. I would like it to be further back where they're still at war and we deal with the two young leaders of them, like maybe growing up and like having to fight each other maybe like romeo and juliet type deal you know what i'm saying Uh you know like west side story but pokemon you know yeah yeah and also ninjas and like i want to be far enough in the past where it's like pokeballs like aren't even a thing like maybe we could like touch on their invention but like i want it to be super you know in the trenches you know retro primitive tech type deal
0: i love this i think this is great uh so here's my pitch it is uh, an action period piece a young pokemon trainer finds themselves in a strange land and a different time they must adapt to their new surroundings and solve the land's mysteries before space and time rend the world asunder having played the game and absorbed most of its plot i have come to the conclusion i think the plot of this game might make a good movie and i didn't think this for most of the game Because for most of it, it's just like, you know, you're doing these fetch quests and you're trying to calm these, like, raging Pokemon down. And then there's just kind of the looming shadow of this giant portal over the mountain. But then there's this part in the game where, like, the sky turns purple and red. And, like, shit is all of a sudden, like, really crazy and scary. And like everyone in the village like immediately turns on you and banishes you from the village like the commander kamado the guy who Uh like has been employing you this whole time is like you're responsible for this somehow you're the kid who fell from the sky how can the fuck can we trust you and he kicks you out and like Mm -hmm. takes away your rank and like forbids anyone from helping you and you're like banished and then like you try and then so then during this scene you're you're like next objective is to find like the leaders of like the diamond and pearl clan and you try to go to each one and they're both like we we can't do that we can't help you i'm sorry if we do that we we would have to go to war with team galaxy we're sorry you've helped us a lot but we can't help you and so then you're like totally abandoned and you're like at the mercy of this like weird witch and like this merchant who's been like following you around this whole time and it's like totally like Dark Knight of the soul like it's it was kind of affecting I was like playing the game and I was like oh my god this is like so dark and sad and then you know you like save the day and like defeat the gods of space and time or whatever but yeah like so I think my pitch is just like the it's just the plot main plot of the game you know big big plot points is like it's sort of a thriller mystery thing. One of the plot points is the town doesn't trust you. The gods of space and time are like fighting. And then there's like drama behind you having like amnesia and not knowing whether or not you want to like go into the portal and go back home or close the portal forever and you know stay in Hisui.
2: That's really awesome. I like that a lot. Okay, I do have a mm-hmm. pitch, but it's not good and it's very short. A feral child is raised by a family of Hisuian growlists before meeting another human for the first time.
1: (laughs) And then I was like, Uh
2: oh, that's actually not great because that's just the jungle book, like, that exists already. And so then I wrote Uh self insert where I get to hang out with Enamorous, my queen. That's really all (laughs) that I have. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm really so sorry i no, sat that's... in front of my computer for 45 minutes and i just could, could not think of anything this is what i have
0: hey <laughs> listen so... i love yes. that though i love really? i love what you've given us <laughs> okay. here and you've put in a hundred percent more effort than i did because <laughs> i couldn't even bring myself to write anything new i was just like ah, man this game is like bland and it's really all it gives us is, like, the setting and the Pokemon. And then, like, one little story beat that lasts for, like, 20 minutes of, like, deep, like, deep despair. And then it goes back to being like, oh, well, you know, you caught the gods of space and time. So everything's cool.
2: Everything's fine.
0: You're good, kid. Yeah. You caught Palkia and Dialga. Yeah. But, yeah, so what do we want to do here? What do we? Where, mm-hmm. Which direction do we want to go with this? I kind of love the idea of like going further back in time and like exploring the mm-hmm. dynamic of these two feuding like
1: clans. I do too, and I think because Adaman, his name is right. Mm-hmm. Terrible names in this game all around. Yeah, not not terribly memorable. Confusing origin. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Adaman is supposed to invoke but anyway he's my favorite because he's hot and yeah. i think that we should rewrite his backstory that he could be raised by wolves if we <laughs> want to integrate some of hanukkah's pitch because i love that for him you know <laughs> he could <laughs> i yeah, love that he could,
0: he could be like a rogue vagrant that just like proves himself as the leader of the diamond clan over like whatever yeah. stuffy noble he ends up
1: yeah, because Unseating. he's he's like I was I was raised by Pokemon. I'm the only one who understands them. You people mm. cower in fear of Starlys and stuff. <laughs> While you yeah. were running in fear from Pokemon, I was with Scyther learning the blade.
0: Yeah, I think we should. I think we should explore the like Diamond and Pearl feud. Make like a a
1: very yeah. like Akira Kurosawa type movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for but with sure. Pokemon. Yeah. I think we need to give them a good reason of not liking each other. Cause in the mm-hmm. games, it seems like they're like, cause they're like the time and space. I worship the time God. I worship the space God. And they're like, I have no time for all your space. <laughs> and then the other team's like, well, there's no space in my space for your time. And it's, it's those two <laughs> cool.
0: characters. I, all right. This is why I like Adam and more than I like Irida. I think Irida is like horribly annoying Because Mm -hmm. the whole, the way these characters are, like, their lore is, like, both clans believe in this thing called the Almighty Sinnoh, which they are convinced is the god Pokemon that created everything. It's Arceus, right? Well, yeah, but they don't know that yet. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, they think that Almighty Sinnoh resides over time or space. Irida thinks that it's space. Uh, Adamant thinks that it's time and like so that's why why these two are supposedly feuding is over like religious difference yeah but like adamant's just kind of normal and he's just like we got places to be we got things to do we should do them on time and then irida is coming in like there's only one true god you piece of shit it is not the time god fuck you you you're a piece of shit motherfucker i hate you and your religion and like she just comes in so hard while adam is just being like a normal dude who is just punctual he believes in being punctual and she's like
1: she's like stop being punctual you piece of shit Um, Well, maybe they were just like well okay we got the time quirk for his personality it's like well what does mm -hmm. she have to do with space like yeah oh man i'm claustrophobic i don't know like what what do you what's the quirk that you had for like this person obsessed with space
0: yeah and then and then like at the like once you capture both the gods of time and space they realize oh we were both worshiping two separate entities and we were both right whoopsie daisies oh if we wanted to be a little dark about it we could still say that the reason they're still feuding is over religious differences
1: <laughs> what would be a better reason for them to feud I would assume just like you know resources and stuff Mm -hmm. that's why neighboring people feud generally
0: yeah i think honestly it could just be by virtue of them like neighboring in this harsh land of pokemon but they're barely neighbors because i think that the diamond clan lives in like the swamps and the pearl clan lives in like the snowy mountains
2: I feel like it should be somehow Pokemon related.
0: Their feud? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like maybe, I don't know. Maybe there was like at like a legendary Pokemon, either one that we can pick or one that we can make mm-hmm. up that was like residing over one, like protecting one clan and then the other clan stole mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. And so now it's protecting mm-hmm. them. But like, this means that the first clan is like more open to attack or something
0: i do like this
1: i think yeah uh-huh. i think there could be like a thing of like oh like many generations ago like your clan stole like the sacred relic that gave us the god arceus's favor and since then there's been terrible famine in our land or whatever mm-hmm maybe yeah. that famine's caused by like something, some alternate like external factor that they don't know that's Pokemon related.
0: Yeah, what if... Because I think, I like this direction you guys are going, but I think it should be more like something they don't understand and that they blame on each other, but it's actually neither of their fault. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of like both of them being under the protection of Arceus, and then the, like they think that one of them like, one or the other did something to, like, displease Arceus or whatever was protecting them, and then, Mm -hmm. like, shit just went wrong for all of them. They, like, became at the mercy of Pokemon, and, like, you know, resources became scarcer, and survival became harder, and then, you know, they have been at odds ever since, even though they're, like, sort of getting by now.
1: Can we do a thing where maybe previously like pokemon and humans were like more intersected and then something happened and then they became more feral and that like has pushed them away
0: i do like this
1: maybe maybe we could have make up some like mythic figure of like oh the 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 person who like the original trainer who originally like trained pokemon and like Mm -hmm. captured them and was able to like help them evolve and stuff like that
0: Oh, you know what? I love this. This is almost like, this is almost extremely like Detective Pikachu almost. Oh, yeah. With like the frenzy gas or whatever. Um, Mm, Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like this. I like this legend. I like this idea that like, like they were able to be one with Pokemon, but this was like so long ago that nobody remembers why they lost that technology and like what happened. Yeah. I think
1: we should explore that. Mm-hmm. maybe it can be a thing about how the people have moved towards more towards like industrialization and like colonizing and like mm-hmm. taming the wilderness that so that is what has pushed the Pokemon away. And initially they were coexisting together in a more like naturalistic way. Mm-hmm. And as they move towards civilization, maybe that's what's happened. I, I would assume we'd be moving towards, um, them capturing pokemon which would be counter to what i'm trying to say but like
0: no i like what you're saying
1: here yeah
0: i think there should be some kind of pokemon god or some Mm -hmm. kind of super powerful legendary pokemon that like curses them or something like i think i like this idea that they were giratina i do love giratina and i don't
1: know giratina pokemon satan yeah is he pokemon satan really is he uh pretty t- much
2: Garantino.
1: i'm he's like a demon like <gasps> i think i feel like it's a coincidence but i feel mm-hmm. like there's like six legs six spikes six six red spikes or something like on his thing and then another six it's probably not on purpose but
0: that was kind of the point i was about to make is like i think that the legend should go that like the people of this region were like integrating with pokemon so well and they were like capturing them and you know making them their partners and you Mm -hmm. know they got too greedy too fast and they decided to try and capture this like legendary pokemon that they had heard of that lived at like the bottom of some like deep dark cave or something and when they tried to catch it it like bellowed out and all the pokemon that were captured like broke out of their binds and turned on their masters and there was like a huge massacre that like the world is still recovering from and like they're still everyone's afraid of pokemon now after that and then each clan blames
1: each other for that can we create like this mythic gilgamesh-esque uh pokemon trainer guy who's seen very positively by people but he is actually the one responsible because he you know flew too close to the sun Mm -hmm. tried to steal the power from garatina or Arceus or whoever I also, I don't know why, I wanted him to be cursed and being turned into a Pokemon, and that Pokemon is still around. I don't know how we would... Do you think, do you think that's what Darkrai is? Oh! That's really good.
0: Yeah, right? Here's the thing, I also don't know shit about Darkrai. I just know he looks like, he looks fine, but... He's also he's a like ghost in... guy. I'm sure there's some
1: lore. Well, Funny he's like, God.
0: I in like manga I've read about Pokemon, and in like some movies I think he's he like embroiled in like all the shit with Dialga, Palkia, Gir- and Giratina. Like those three are like always like all up in each other's shit. I Darkrai is usually there too.
1: Yeah, for sure. He's he's major villain vibes.
2: He's dark type.
1: Yeah, I think he's, dark he's just type. pure dark what's his like but he's like you know they're all like the blank pokemon what is he i think he's a nightmare pokemon we could just make him into man's hubris i think he should be i think like
0: this one trainer and his like entire team went after giratina and in, in as punishment for doing so giratina turned him into this like nightmare demon pokemon that now like forces Pokemon to turn on their masters and, like, makes it so Pokemon can never be captured again.
1: Maybe in the narrative, he can be, like, his generation's Adaman or whatever. Mm. Like, the one who, like, lived with the Pokemon, who was one with the Pokemon. Yes. And so, when Adaman comes to the, you know, the Diamond Clan, they might see him as, like, a second Mm -hmm. coming of, like, this kind of mythic person who can tame
0: pokemon i just had a crazy idea what so this is definitely like young adamant right adolescent teenage adamant yeah i think that this movie should end with like adamant somehow dispelling Darkrai or like breaking his like hold over pokemon and like making them incapable of being captured Mm
1: -hmm. he
0: like does Mm. this and at the very end he like succeeds but then he vows never to tell anyone that he succeeded and that like the curse is still there and that it is dangerous to catch pokemon and no one should do it mm-hmm. and in order to protect the pokemon everywhere from people he like tells everyone is like i didn't succeed i've driven darkrai away but the curse is still there or he just says like darkrai is still here and he's still always watching and Mm -hmm. so then like he makes sure no one ever catches pokemon again
1: and then professor Layton comes with his pokeballs and he's like hey guys yeah i got the machine for you and got all the trinkets (laughs) for you okay i think i think we're getting to interesting stuff yes Mm -hmm. agreed so where
0: do we start i'm assuming we start with like this narrative intro right of, like, the legend of these two clans. I think the the big conflict between these two clans is that both of them are trying to claim that the this guy mm. was part of their clan. Yeah. So, like, Diamond is, like, Whoa. at pro. They're, like pearl you guys had this guy on your clan he was the you guys are the ones who started all this and then pearl's like no no no, diamond he
1: was one of you and that's why they're always warring oh so they know that he's the one who like started like the darkness that has like separated humans and pokemon
0: yes they know <laughs> okay. they know that this one figure is responsible for this they just don't nobody remembers was... who
1: it is. who he belonged to uh-huh. i was imagining that he was like this kind of messiah-esque figure in like mm. the put po- in like their religious beliefs and stuff and that when like the whole thing with dark Ryan and like pokemon turning happened he like he disappeared you know yeah Whoa, well yeah. i think
0: i think they definitely like don't know what happened to him
1: but i feel like I think I, I, it would be interesting to keep him as, like, this idyllic figure that they, like, still look up to and worship in a way. But then, you know, that's inverted by him being the cause for all this problem.
0: Oh, you're saying you want to, like, f- there to be a twist that he is, like, like that everyone he realizes dark, right? he is the...
1: Yeah. Oh, I like that. I think I that fe- could work. Because uh. yeah. I feel that if he if they knew that he started this and then we, mm-hmm. like, reveal later that he is Darkrai, that's, like, that doesn't really subvert anything mm-hmm. about what we need, because we already don't like him, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think if we're ending it on, like, the don't-catch-Pokemon angle, he can be, like, the ultimate thing of, like, man-conquering nature, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we need, like, a strong foundation of, like, why they would be violent towards each other though you know Mm -hmm.
2: yeah
1: yeah something that would like maintain you know like
2: for years
1: what's the word for years yeah just like just generations of just like hating each other maybe maybe when i don't know because i think we we should still like keep some mystery around like surrounding like how he disappeared but maybe when he went on this this journey to (laughs) conquer satan (laughs) um <laughs> uh, the uh-huh. the maybe the then leaders of the diamond and pearl clans went with them and when he disappeared they both blamed each other and then like yeah know, something like that
0: no yeah i agree i think i think both both clans blame each other for the end of the yeah f- basically like an apocalyptic event
1: yeah or at least like, in maybe- their eyes. Yeah, Yeah. like, maybe the leaders both came, like, only so far, and they weren't able to, like, see, like, the actual conflict with Mm Giratina. Yeah. And because no one really knows, like, what the true story was, you know, tensions have risen between the other two.
0: Yeah. Either that or, like, all both leaders perished, and, Mm. like, Mm -hmm. the, like, higher-ups that were left in charge after everything went to shit were, like blamed the other clan you yeah. know because i think yeah. anyone who was like present for that even a little bit would know that it was no one's fault besides maybe yeah. well besides oh, the, the guy
2: yeah mm. maybe okay maybe maybe they also i'm thinking pokemon <laughs> so like okay there's someone from the diamond clan and someone from the pearl clan who go with this guy maybe one of them like wants more power and mm-hmm. so when this guy goes and fights Giratina and he disappears, he kind of sees this as his opportunity. Maybe he killed like the guy from the Diamond Clan, kills the guy from the Pearl Clan, then comes back and says like, "Oh my god, the guy from the Pearl Clan, he killed like he killed our our leader, this guy that we've been following forever. Mm-hmm. Like we have to go to war with him now." He gets promoted to like this posi- position as general starts a war against the pearl clan then the pearl clan retaliates but they don't know the full story they just know what this guy has said and it's not the truth
0: and maybe oh so i like this because i I, at first was like well i don't want either the diamond or the pearl clan to be at fault but like maybe the diamond clan is the one who are at fault here Mm
1: -hmm. besides
0: like the guy who went in to try and kill satan i do think like the the diamond clan being at fault is good and i think it 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 gives us perhaps a good little backstory into why Adamant was cast out, or maybe his family was cast out, and he was lost as a child. Because maybe they knew, maybe they knew of the like, maybe they knew about the the plot to like assassinate the Pearl Clan leader in like the, all the confusion of the Giratina fight. Mm-hmm. And so then like all of them were like killed and disposed of and the only person who was left was a baby adamant who was found by growl and was raised raised in the woods. by
2: Growlice in the woods oh I just i just muted my thing on accent. i was saying i was so excited for him to be raised by growl in yeah the woods.
0: <laughs> yeah like i think that's a great and so then he's like been raised by pokemon
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the wild And then he reappears or like for whatever reason he reappears and his very presence is challenging to whoever is in charge of the Diamond Clan and then him and a cast of characters have to, you know, go on this big journey to confront Giratina and then they learn that Darkrai is the... See, that's the problem. We need to... We've been doing a lot of cool backstory but there's still a whole movie the (laughs) right...
1: But I like this. Like this is this is good. Okay, so I think first I think we should name our Pokemon Messiah strong Pokemon Tamer man.
0: There's not enough trainer name generators. It's all either Pokemon or like Pokemon nicknames, which is just nonsense.
1: I think the Chosen One Charlie Sable is fine.
0: <laughs> Charlie Sable, are we gonna go with that? I... Charlie Sable. Yeah. All right, so Charlie Sable, Pokemon, Pokemon <laughs> Messiah. I, I I'm assuming in the opening cinematic, after like we see the um, legend explained a little bit, after that we see the assassination scene of like Adam and his family like running and hiding from assassins and like trying to hide him away and like doing that thing in all movies where we have. Like a hunted family, where they take him in a little
1: baby bundle and float him away on a mm-hmm. river. Yeah, but they like quickly look at his face and be like, "I'll be back for you" or something. Like that. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> and then they never are. And then they this baby floats down the river and is discovered by a family of
1: growlights. Yeah, I think it should be just dis- uh, be discovered by like a big arcanine. Yes, mm. A llama arcanine picks him up by the tuft of his neck. You know, puts mm-hmm. him with the other pups. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then I'm assuming we flash forward
0: some years later we have this feral child running around are they completely feral like Mowgli level feral where well, they don't know English and they talk to Pokemon or are we going like this feral child has learned to speak human language and is like stealing from villages and stuff to survive I mean here's the thing he has so little on his Bulbapedia we can literally mm. make Whatever we want, true. What if when he was a wee bab and he was floated down the river in his basket, he was given this little necklace that was like a symbol of like the diamond pearl royalty or whatever, and he's kept that all his life because that's the only thing he has from his family, and maybe he's like now like stealing from pearl clan people, but he doesn't know what diamond and pearl clan is. He just know there's settlements of humans. And that's about it. What if he's, like, stealing from, like, some Pearl Clan people and he gets captured? And then they notice that he's Diamond Clan. Because I think that that causes a big political situation. Because the the Pearl Clan recognizes, like, this kid has a symbol of, like, Diamond Clan royalty. Mm -hmm. But he has, like, no knowledge of that. Can he speak English at this point? I think so. I think he... (laughs) We don't have to explain how or why he has been able to speak human language. But, like... I think he definitely knows it. And he knows okay, he's of, just
1: like Princess Mononoke.
0: Yeah, he like he knows of towns. He knows of people. He knows that they live in these big towns outside of nature with without Pokemon.
1: And he's yeah, just like he's a Pokemon.
0: Yeah, he's like but he's he like communes with Pokemon. He's like friends with Pokemon. It's not just Growlithe that he was raised by, like he's friends with other Pokemon. And that's yeah. also maybe why the Pearl Clan people see him and they're like, This kid's weird. He's from the Diamond Clan. He's got a Diamond Clan royalty badge. But he's also, like, friends with Pokemon, which nowadays is, like, unheard of. Because Pokemon, like, everyone's so afraid of them.
1: So maybe they're like, oh, maybe we could use this kid. I think so. I think there should be some
0: kind of plot with some, like, characters where it's like, this kid is... It is something. I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of professor who's, like, trying to study Pokemon. And he, like, wants this kid to be his jumping-off point of, like, learning about Pokemon. And then there's, like, a Pearl Noble or something who is, like, trying to use this in order to, like, get a win for the Pearl Clan somehow.
1: Yeah. Maybe it could be, like, Irida's father or mother or something. Yeah, yeah. of the pearl clan
0: and they send an irida to do some like spy shit to like manipulate him or something but then her heart will be softened when he shows her the beauty of pokemon exactly and then she will like feel bad about her like double crossing when it happens yeah and it will happen at the most inconvenient moment because there will be some dark shit happening
2: (gasps) oh wait her okay her pokemon partner is glaceon Maybe we should have like a little mm-hmm. montage where he like introduces her to Glacier for the first time. And she, Maybe like, they
1: both get Evies together. Yeah, yes. she like
2: makes a little buddy.
0: Yes yeah. I think I think one of their first like outings, they should like make friends with Glacie or they should make friends with Evie's mm-hmm. like a pair of Evie's. And then those Eevees just start following them around throughout
1: their adventures. The the Eevees are a metaphor for, like, the infinite possibility of nature in mm-hmm. Pokemon, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that, and that teach, you know, just by nature of them f- evolving into completely different things, you know, it mm-hmm. shows her, like, the value of Pokemon and the vast expense of everything. But, yeah, okay. So
0: he is discovered by the, the Pearl Clan for stealing or whatever he is brought to the pearl like nobles because he has like this noble necklace or whatever or like you know there's like a scene where the people are discussing him they're like he's weird he like talks to pokemon like they're people pokemon don't seem afraid of him they don't attack him you know whatever Mm -hmm. and then the professor oh yeah
1: can we like have him put into like initially they don't use him and they try to put him into a Colosseum type thing, like you know, guy in the lion den, but he tames it, and that, that like shows. Oh wow! <gasps> yeah. What, what's a good
0: Pokemon for that? Uh, I mean, Arcanine, obviously.
1: I feel like we've already seen an Arcanine, though. no Fair. We, should, we should maybe Cleavor.
0: Isn't any. Cleavor oh,
1: looks like a like a gladiator type. That's true. I was thinking Garchomp, also, though. That might be a little. Oh,
0: Garchomp! Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's... Cur- I mean, Garchomp looks awesome. So this would be Professor Levinton, who would be trying to figure this out, right? Could he be the one eccentric foreigner who, like, just happens to, like, know a decent amount about Pokemon and he's, like, the mm-hmm. one guy? Sure, like I mean, that? yeah... I also think it'd be interesting if, like, he's working with Pearl Clan, but, like, he secretly, like, works both sides because he's just trying to figure stuff out.
0: Yeah, he's trying Mm -hmm. to learn about why Pokemon in this region are unable to be caught. And this also is probably before he has invented
1: the Pokeball. Oh, yeah, for sure. Could end with that. Mm -hmm. Like, be him, like, forming up the schemes and shit.
0: Yeah, like, I think after Adamant tells the lie that, like, Pokemon can't be caught. The yeah. uh, professor like has an invented Pokeball in his hand, and he's
1: just like setting him up as the villain of the next game. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> okay, so maybe okay. maybe then Professor Leventon f- discovers this boy, and then he brings this to the nobles and be like, "Hey, can I use this boy to figure this out?" And then the nobles see, "Oh, this kid's a di- a Diamond Clan noble," but he doesn't yeah. know that. We should use right. this.
2: Can I suggest that they put him in, in with a Sneasel? Because okay. I feel like that's, like, the sneezels are small enough that it's, like, theoretically feasible that a group of people could catch one.
0: Or sneezler. Sneezler is the evolved form of Hisuian Sneasel, and it's, like, yeah. as tall as a human being. It has huge, razor-sharp claws.
2: Ooh
1: i kind of hate this design <laughs> <laughs> really i um we is one of my favorite pokemon designs like uh-huh. ever yeah. i think it's like super solid and i think this guy looks dorky but <laughs> we can use him
0: i mean we should use him because it is legends Arceus and we want we want some of these history forms to be in there but i think it's a good contender for like a poke like a first like a first encounter pokemon right mm-hmm. right but still that one that can look super dangerous because this thing has giant like knife-like claws and i think if it looks like a if it's in like rabid animal form it would totally look super
1: scary and like it yeah. could rip this kid to shreds
0: yeah it um, probably
1: has like um uh... chain thing around its neck to like you know keep it from escaping that it like does not like Mm -hmm. maybe the guards that put him like in this little colosseum thing have like scratch marks all over them yeah
0: yeah and then like i think the thing that should amaze like the the diamond and or the pearl the pearl nobles that are watching is that this kid should go up to the sneezler and be able to like calm it and make it like trust him and then he just takes the collar off of it and then lets it escape. Mm -hmm. And it, like, stays by him for a little bit before, like, running off. And then, like, uh, some of the nobles are, uh, like, upset that they've lost their, like, prized Sneasler fighter. But then the, uh, this, like, the one evil noble who's trying to, like, get this, like, scheme going is like, no, this is perfect.
1: (laughs) We've got something much more important than a single pokemon yeah exactly with him, we have all of the pokemon
0: and so then i think they let leventon do what like do whatever he wants with this kid at uh, with the with the uh with the caveat that they have to let irida do it with this guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe leventon his first thing he does with adamant is just like all right you know more than me show me where your home is and so he brings them to like the Growlithe pack yeah. and you know shows both adamant or both Leventin and irida that like he knows how to calm a Growlithe down and make it trust him and have make them trust like other people mm-hmm. and so they're like among these Growlithe. yeah so that's the thing is like how do they how do they get on the trail of discovering what dark Rye is up to
1: well, I assume the Pokémon know like, you know, something, mm-hmm. something evil has been rising up again. It hasn't been like this for a, a long yeah. time.
2: What if it's just that the mom suddenly is overcome with something and she like turns on Adaman
1: <gasps> and like oh, tries to yeah. bite him
2: or something and then Uh, comes out of it on the other side and is like oh my god I have no idea why I just did that
1: uh huh
0: and then she like banishes him from the little like little pack because she doesn't want to hurt him
2: that would enforce that it's like yeah an uncontrollable force like it's this is someone who loves him who's doing this like Mm -hmm. this is not a choice on her part
0: yeah and it like enforces in everyone's mind even adamant that like something is wrong and something needs to be done because even he is, like, who doesn't fear Pokemon at all, thinks mm-hmm. that something is wrong.
1: I think maybe for, like, their next clue, like, after Mama Arcanine snaps out of it, she mm-hmm. could just be like, oh, many Pokemon have been, wh- I've been hearing whispers in the woods about, like, the specific location, and they could just go over there.
0: Yeah. Wait, hold up. Could you talk? Yeah. Can she talk uh-huh. to Adamant?
2: Yeah.
1: I think for the I purpose of yes. this movie. Uh-huh. I think there can be, like, she can speak in English and, like, their own, like, little thing that only yes. he and her understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just want to, I was not, like, going to
0: say, like, yes or no to that. I just wanted to yeah. establish it because that's, that's that's important
1: and I think it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, right, cool. I think Adam can get, like, into the zone and connect with Pokemon mm-hmm. in a way that, like... Maybe he'll have like this, like little dreamy thing in between with them, where like yeah. he can speak proper human language. Yeah, agreed. Okay, I think cool. after she she drops this this hint on him, he should teach Adam and should teach Ida about Pokemon a little bit, and then yes. we get the thing about her getting an Eevee. Yeah, maybe they and rescue then, no, they an, Eevee an Eevee
0: from like a trap or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a pair of EV from a trap. so mama
1: arcanine drops a hint on like what's going on oh yeah just drops a hint, tells us where to go next because you know at this point Mm -hmm. he's been captured for a little while things have like you know in her neck of the woods have been happening so it would make sense that she'd have new information i think
0: maybe she says like she feels a calling to the mountain
1: Mm -hmm.
0: or like a calling to a deep grotto or something and she is feeling compelled to follow it, even though it is far, far away from like her territory. And like, he relays this to Leventin and Leventin's like, yeah, there has been a lot of Pokemon that seem way out of their natural habitats. But yeah. what is Iridus trying to? What is her goal?
2: Maybe she's just like leaving obvious markers behind so they can be easily followed.
0: Oh, yeah. That that's good. yes, yeah, no, that's worse. great.
1: That's perfect.
0: Maybe, okay, how about this? Maybe Mm -hmm. that along with the legends, there is some kind of clue that there's a clue to what actually went down deep in the grotto, but it's too dangerous to go in there because there are lots and lots of Pokemon that are like feral and like attack any
1: human they see. So do you think there should be an underground pokemon labyrinth that only pokemon can traverse properly
0: yeah or like some kind of like i think there should be some kind of unnatural gathering of pokemon like i think Darkrai is like protecting itself or like mm. exerting its influence by like harnessing the power of all these pokemon around it
2: mm-hmm. and so
0: it's like drawing more and more pokemon to it and is like sort of like creating like this pokemon nightmare dimension down there and i think that's what they should be getting towards and like i don't know how they i mean i guess the way they get in there is with the help and friendship of other pokemon that are not like already yeah you know Mm
1: -hmm. already like too far gone at what point do we get there um because we have we have like we need like a decent amount of adventuring and learning about pokemon Mm -hmm. and stuff so that you're uh, like can have a change of heart and we also want the kidnapping of Adama or adam and t- him taking him back to the diamond clan and mm-hmm. then i guess we get to the the proper underground thing maybe it can be like a history repeating itself thing where it's like maybe like towards the end like a little bit after the halfway point they get to see this whole thing with Darkrai and stuff and they see this and so does the clan leader. Mm-hmm. And Adam is like, this is not good, you know, like what are we gonna do? And he's like, we need to harness the power and defeat Dark or we need to like harness the power of Darkrai and mm-hmm. use it to wipe out the the Diamond Clan or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: like maybe ooh, maybe Pearl knows or like has learned in their little adventure. Like maybe they do get to Darkrai and see it. And then they see that these Pearl people have been following them. And then the Pearl people report back. And so then the Pearl clan, they take away from this. They're like, Darkrai is controlling Pokemon. It has the power to fully control Pokemon and make them do it at once. Right. And we need to to harness that. We need to get that power to ourselves. Because it's just like with Charlie Sable back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Probably some bad shit happens. You know, possessed Pokemon start, like roiding out and start like chasing them away and then adamant is like i can't trust either of you and he runs off where he is promptly discovered by diamond clan
1: also i think in the, the inevitable final battle where he defeats uh Darkrai, i think there should be a choice for him to either like capture it and harness its power or, like let it go and he chooses to let it go because he's not about that oh
0: i have a uh, so i like what you said I think Darkrai should be trapped where it is right now. Okay. Its whole thing is it's cursed to be trapped and that's why it's like trying so hard to harness all these Pokemon's power is because it's trying to like let itself out Ooh. and it's struggling yeah. and that's like corrupting the land and doing so much damage around it while it's trying to struggle to get out of the like, like magical cage that Giratina put on it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But what it doesn't know is it needs to be let out by someone else it I can't escape it. on its own. Um no, but before we get to that, I think that um he should be discovered by the Diamond Clan. He mm-hmm. realizes who he is. He real- people realize who he is and he thinks he can trust the Diamond Clan to like do the right thing. He's like, "Oh my god, the Pearl Clan, they're like they're fucked up and they're going to use the the Dark ride for like evil." And then he tells the Diamond Clan all of this, and then the Diamond Clan is like, "Hey, thanks for the information, kid." you are a fugitive. Jail. And they put him in jail.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. And they put him in jail with his little Eevee. And they're like, whatever. Eevee, useless little Pokemon, could, couldn't get out of jail if they wanted him to. And while mm-hmm. he's in jail, he's like crying and bonding with his Eevee. And his <gasps> and Eevee And his evolves. tears
2: evolve. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. And then it like
0: helps him yeah. bust out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, hmm. I I just also thought maybe Irida and Leventin should help him bust out to like gain his trust back. I think again. Irida
1: specifically should.
2: I think Irida and should, Levent- and yeah, Ventin should just. Leventin he should, should be just outside. Yeah, just like be, be about.
1: Yeah. He's watching the car. Mm.
2: <laughs>
1: Whatever the Pokemon. The the deer. What's the deer? The Wardeer? The Stantler. Wardeer, st- yeah. <laughs> the Stantler. You're right. I think Leventon should be like, I befriended this. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's an word I think it I think it makes sense cuz you know, like they're moving more towards like integrating Pokémon and yeah. people together more.
0: So Irida breaks him out. Maybe like the reveal is like he's crying in his cage with or like in his jail cell with uh Leafeon and Leafion or like Eevee and then it evolves into Leafeon uh and he's like, "Wow, you're a beautiful beast. Sorry you have to be here in this cage with me." And then, like, he tries to escape, and he can't. And then, Mm -hmm. like, he sees a Glaceon, like, outside his jail cell. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. that Glaceon, like, freezes the bars, and then the Leafion like, destroys them with, like, razor leaf or whatever. And then Mm -hmm. he gets out, and he sees that Irida was the one who helped him do this. Right. Does he feel
1: betrayed because she was leaving clues that ultimately led to whatever, whatever? How did he get here again?
0: yeah he like felt betrayed because he learned that she was leaving clues that like the pearl clan followed to like then right. misuse this dark rice shit so then he said yeah. fuck you guys and left yeah and then like when she rescues him she like tells him the truth and is like you know i was there for nefarious reasons but everything you showed me has changed my entire view on pokemon once they've made up they go outside see Leventin and the word they charge towards Dark Rye. do they both do this shit together? where they free Dark Rye? I think so, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 you know what that would be that would only make sense and be like poetic because like this was all started like this feud was started because the Diamond and Pearl people didn't work together. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's ended because the Diamond and Pearl people worked together to stop it, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe the way they get into this place is not through, like, battling with their leafyon and Glaceon. Maybe mm-hmm, they run yeah. into that Sneasler again.
2: <gasps>
0: and the Sneasler, Ooh. like, sneaks them in. Yeah. Because Sneasler would probably be stealthy.
2: Yeah. yeah. Does and Sneasler also... know how
0: to do dig? No. But it can climb really well. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! Spoiler for a game mechanic uh you know how you can like ride around on the word deer in the game yeah the sneezler amount yes
2: oh cool
0: the the ability that it gives you is to climb up vertical surfaces Mm
2: -hmm. and the
0: way you ride the sneezler since it's basically a bipedal person is you ride it in it in like a big basket that's in (laughs) it on its back and you can just see your eyes poking out of the basket and that's it that's really funny yeah and so maybe that's like They, like, get in the Sneasler basket, and the sneezer like, goes through, like, at first, like, stealthily, and then is, like, punching its way through all the other Pokemon, uh, and then drops them off by the Darkrai. They see the Darkrai struggling. They figure that they need to release it, and they do so together. And then the Darkrai talks to them and tells them, I guess, the real story of what happened. They see him, like, him as a human trying to catch Giratina, And Giratina cursing him in a poetic way. Yeah. And then he says, thank you for doing this for me. So he's not evil at all? I wouldn't say so, because I think
1: this punishment maybe taught him his lesson. I was thinking Mm -hmm. that it's actually made him more drunk with power, and he only realizes that, like, as a human, I tried to conquer Pokemon. But as Mm -hmm. a Pokemon, I can conquer humans.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, I think his that's his thinking, but his, like, predicament is, like, his, like, Sisyphusian curse is that he has the power to manipulate these Pokemon, but he cannot, like, leave this place and do anything with that power. It just causes right. chaos. And then once he's yeah. freed, like, you know, he, he learns his lesson and is like, oh, I see. I was being punished for being that way, and I think I'll continue to be punished if I continue to be that way. So I'm good now. Yeah. Thank you, children. Mm-hmm. The curses, the curses lifted from the Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Do with this information what you will. And then the both of them decide to not to not say like the Pokemon are cured or whatever. They say like it's not like don't catch Pokemon. It won't go well or something. And then they become the new leaders of both clans.
1: I think at this like gathering of like where Darkrai is maybe like the opposing. Diamond and Pearl clans have, like, approached to, like, fight the Pokemon, and then they see yeah. each other, and they all got weapons, and they're all like, maybe I should fuck you up instead, you know? Uh-huh. And, and then, you know, all the Pokemon are, f- they're, like, fighting the Pokemon, and then, like, they become went from feral to being, like, regular again. Yeah. And then the two come outside together, and they're like, guys, kumbaya. You know? <laughs> Listen. Yes. Have you thought maybe instead of hating each other we should love each other
0: yes exactly they also yeah they unite the clans and they say like we can live in harmony with everyone especially pokemon we do not need to capture them or enslave them they are our friends we can live side by side with them post credit scene i think is when we see Leventon invent the first pokeball
1: Maybe he had a little Pokemon assistant friend, and then it act he accidentally zaps it with the thing. Yes, and then it goes <laughs> in. Mm-hmm. I should have asked you what starter you guys would have gone with. Rowlet is definitely my favorite mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. but mm-hmm. I you, when Rowlet came out, that's what I used. So I was like, and I already had an Oshawott also. Yeah, so I used Cynical because I've never had a Cynical before. But Rowlet is his Hisuian cool. Yeah. Rowlet's very
0: good. I chose Rowlet because I love Rowlet. Nice. I'm, I'm a grass starter boy.
2: I don't yeah. think I've ever started with a grass starter, to be quite really. honest. Yeah, I always I feel fire safe. or water. I, mm. I, I prefer Oshawott.
0: Really? That's cool. Yeah. Wow, look at us. <laughs> the three
1: starters. Um, are we ready for a recap? Is there any last-minute shit we want to add? I feel like we didn't really cover Adamant's... Uh, revelation about his heritage and how that affects him
0: uh i think it happens when he's he's captured by the diamond clan people i okay. think he like re- how does he... realizes it but then he realizes right. he's being persecuted for it and realizes yeah. he can't trust those people
1: either yeah. how does he how does he feel about it though since he's only never known pokemon to be his family
0: i think he like definitely makes a like he thinks that he he can only trust pokemon and he can't trust humans ever and that like that that thinking is immediately sort of shaken by the fact that irida comes to his rescue and like is yeah. remorseful for her deeds and like once like is doing actual shit to try and make it up
1: okay that's yeah
0: i'm cool with that cool i'm gonna head right into the recap then we open up with narration. We see in like a cool cave painting slash mural style animation the history of the land. People have been living in harmony with Pokemon, being able to capture them and use them as like companions and all kinds of stuff. People in Pokemon are living together and we see... The rise of this like heroic figure who has caught every Pokemon in the world and he is moving to try and catch this legendary beast that is rumored to live at the bottom of this grotto it is Giratina the devil Pokemon and when he tries to catch it things go horribly wrong and he disappears while suddenly all captured Pokemon turn on their masters and there is chaos throughout the realm it is revealed in now a flashback that while this was happening a noble uh two like the leader of the diamond and pearl clans were with this hero when this happened and the diamond leader took this opportunity of confusion to assassinate the pearl leader and in doing so secure his spot in the uh, hierarchy of the pearl or of the diamond clan and assassinate this entire family that figured out his plot. This family is mostly all killed, one of them running off with this baby towards a river in a basket. The woman deposits the baby in the river and says she'll be right back. She'll find him again. After which she is shot by arrows and the baby is lost. We see the baby get picked up by a family of growlites and is nurtured by them. Eventually, growing up to be a teen boy, who is now one with nature and one with Pokemon. He does not fear Pokemon. He lives among them and they live among him peacefully. He has no fear for them and has little fear for people as he is stealing from like farmer's crops to get food and survive uh, as he is not a Growlithe and cannot hunt like one. Uh, Nor does he want to, because he is so in tune with all Pokemon. He is captured by this farmer and taken to some guards who see the pendant around his neck and realize that he is a Diamond Clan noble, but he is unaware of this, apparently. He is taken to the nobles who see, oh, it's a Diamond Clan child. Let's put him in the Coliseum, Make make a lesson out of him. They send him to this Coliseum with a huge, crazed sneezler. The sneezler has been mistreated. It's got shackles around its neck. It is ravening and upset. And they send this kid in there who doesn't react in fear to the sneezler, and in fact, whose presence calms the sneezler. Where then he reaches out to the sneezler, takes the collar off of its neck, and then releases it. The Sneasler escapes, and at first a lot of the nobles are angry, but one of the big nobles is like, no, this is perfect. Let's introduce him to the professor. The professor, Professor Leventin, is trying to discover what is going on with Pokemon, and seeing this performance out of the boy, uh, pleads to the nobles to have him join him in his studies and try and figure out What is going on with Pokemon and why the Pokemon of this region cannot appear to be caught. The nobles agree to do this as long as they are allowed to send Irida with them on these studies. They claim to make her a better leader and teach her the ways of taming Pokemon. In reality, they want her to feed them secret information because they want to know the source of this strange curse and be the ones to Potentially discover it and potentially break it and become the heroes of the realm. Adamant takes Leventin and Irida to his family of Growlice and introduces them, and they have a wonderful time where they are you know, shown a bunch of Pokemon all over the place, shown how to interact with certain Pokemon so that they are not afraid. And it is wonderful. They're having a great time. Irida's heart is already starting to be melted by this. And then the Growlithe attack. They are overcome by this strange, nightmarish force. And the Mama Growlithe nearly attacks Adamant and nearly seriously harms it and she snaps out of it just in time not to kill him. And she realizes something is wrong. And she gives a clue to Adamen that she felt some kind of force pulling her towards this, this certain direction where this grotto lies, de- deep down in the earth. She then banishes Adamen from the pack for his own safety. This crushes him. But it makes him realize he needs to stop whatever is happening because it is causing Pokemon to suffer and it has caused his family, the only family he's ever known, to abandon him. As they continue on their journey, now headed towards a concrete direction, they find a pair of Eevees stuck in a trap. Both Irida and Adaman free these Eevees and the Eevees uh, begin to follow them around. And become their companions for this journey they have a few more misadventures along the way all the while learning more about pokemon all the while irida is leaving markers behind secretly so that the pearl clan spies can you know stay close behind they eventually get to this grotto and they see down below they see something extraordinary they see Tons and tons of Pokemon, totally outside of their own territory, their natural habitats, filing into this grotto, and all the way at the bottom, they see, swirling with insane magical energy, seeming to enthrall all the Pokemon around it, Darkrai, this mysterious, shadowy Pokemon, at the bottom of the grotto. They realize that this Pokemon, this Darkrai, is controlling all the Pokemon around it. And when they make this revelation, so do the people that are following them. And Adaman notices them and they see the the Pearl Clan spies run off with the information. Adaman immediately accuses Irida of using him and and Leventin. He accuses them both of using him to get at Pokemon and uh control them for themselves. And He says that they have not learned anything from what he has said to them. He runs off and does not allow them to follow him. And as he runs off, he is discovered by a troop of Diamond Clan soldiers who then take him to the town, noticing that he is Diamond Clan royalty, where he is recognized by the Diamond Clan royalty there. He explains his situation and tells them everything he has heard and discovered and that the pearl clan is going to use this information for bad not realizing that these are not people he can trust the diamond clan takes this information and throws him in jail revealing that they are the people who killed his family and that he would be the rightful ruler of the diamond clan had they not usurped him they throw him in jail with his evie and while in jail, he has a, a total dark night of the soul, not reali- realizing that he cannot trust any humans and that Pokémon are the only thing he can trust. He clutches his Eevee and cries, and the Eevee evolves in his arms to a beautiful Leafeon. As this happens, he notices another Pokémon in his uh, in the jail with him, outside of his cell. It is an it is an Iglesian. With the help of the Glaceon, him and the Leafeon bust out of the cell, where he then discovers that it was in fact Irida who came to rescue him. She apologizes for everything and says that she had learned much from him and that she is going to do anything she can to make it right. She says that her and Leventin want to try and stop this Darkrai before either of the clans can use its power to enslave Pokemon. They go outside and see Professor Leventon who has made friends with a word ear and they hop aboard this beautiful beast and ride off towards the dark Rhine, where they find themselves Unable to get past the hordes and hordes of rabid Pokemon that appear to be giving much trouble to both the Diamond and Pearl clans They see no way down until they are then approached by a familiar Sneasler The Sneasler helps them by smuggling them into a a basket on its back and uh, sneaking down past all the other Pokemon, getting as close to the Darkrai as it can before dropping them off. The Darkrai, of course, sees them and, you know, tries to destroy them with huge, horrible magics, but working together with each other and their Pokemon, they are able to get close enough to the Darkrai, where they realize that the Darkrai is not moving anywhere. It's trapped. It's stuck in one place with this like magical collar around its neck, and Adam and Irida realize that they must free it. And so they do. And as soon as they do that, they are then shown what really happened. The legendary hero, Charlie Sable, as, we'll, as we've called him, went down to capture a legendary Pokemon that lived at the bottom of this grotto named Giratina. Giratina was enraged by this and punished Charlie Sable by turning him into Darkrai and trapping him giving him total dominion over all pokemon but no freedom whatsoever in his struggles to try and escape he only destroyed the world more and exerted his will over all pokemon now that he's free he realizes the value of freedom and releases his curse on all the pokemon and his control he then says use this power wisely and disappears both irida and Adaman, after learning this they t- hold hands walk out of the grotto and unite both the diamond and pearl clans vowing to never enslave or capture pokemon in their in all their days and to work together as partners with all pokemon and live in harmony post credit scene leventin is tinkering with these little starter's running around his shop he is holding this orb-like thing in his hand he accidentally uh drops it on one of the starters to his amazement the starter zaps inside of the pokeball he sits in stunned silence as we cut to black that's our pokemon legends Arceus movie
1: pretty good i think so once again nintendo sorry for all the shit talking yeah we, sorry for the shit talking we'll write and the swearing movie for you. <laughs> yeah it's time for staff picks okay so the first suggestion that i thought of just because of some of the new aspects of how the game changed up like the battle system with the agile and mm-hmm. uh strong moves it yeah. reminded me a lot of bravely default which was also a turn-based RPG. And similarly, you could do this thing where you could you could brave. So you could do like multiple things where you could do multiple attacks or mm-hmm. actions in a turn, but then you'd have a cooldown thing where you'd have to wait that many times per turn, or you could just like not do anything mm-hmm. and build up your points for it. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's like the Pokemon thing was a little bit similar, Yeah, and it is also a turn-based RPG, and it is very fun. And there are cool monsters and cool outfits and stuff. And the story is very cool. Hell yeah. And because I got it in the mail recently. And when I saw him on tour before he played, he played the first Pokemon theme song in its entirety, which was super hype, is uh, Jeff Rosenstock, uh, Worry, from <laughs> 2016 mm-hmm. or 17. Hell yeah. Very, very good album. hmm good vibes uh this album's pretty sad at points mm-hmm. but and kind mm-hmm. a little intense but it's mm-hmm. very good very catchy mm-hmm. rock and shit uh gonna get the cover tattooed eventually with this <laughs> little guy in the text <laughs> nice yes yes love it, love it. but it's cool I, I recommend i think he's one of the best current artists ever and one of my favorite songwriters and i don't think you would regret it hell yeah mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of any Pokemon connections besides that one. But I think that one's pretty strong. So
0: Hey, that's more Pokemon connections than I have in my recommendation. So you're good,
1: man. <laughs> awesome. Same.
2: Fortunately, mine is not Pokemon related. Um, there was recently a big Steam sale. And in the sale, I got this game I've been eyeing for a while called Kentucky Route Zero. Mm. I'm about halfway through it now. Um, It's really fun so far. Um, It's like a point and click adventure where you're an old man who's trying to deliver a package to an address that doesn't seem to exist anymore. And you kind of like meet new people along the way and learn about their life. And it's extremely well written. And so far, the story is really compelling. And I've just been having a lot of fun playing it.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. I usually recommend movies on this podcast, but I'm going to fucking switch it up and I'm going to recommend an anime. I guess the only similarity it would have to Pokemon is that it is an anime and there is a Pokemon <laughs> anime. <laughs> but no, that is where the similarities end. Similar. This anime <laughs> is called The Ranking of Kings. It's this wonderful little show about it's like in this like genericish, well not generic, but it's like in a very like I iconic looking like a uh, um this fantasy world in this like kingdom and it is about this little boy named Boji. He's like tiny and deaf and mute. Um and everyone around him thinks he's a useless idiot, but he makes friends with this little like blob named Kage, who eventually realizes he's not a useless idiot and he's actually a kind hearted A wonderful kid who has so much more potential than anyone realizes and like decides he's going to be his best friend he's going to be in his corner the whole time and it's just this story about like this kid rising up to be like a good leader despite the best efforts of like an evil mirror and a bunch of shitheads who like underestimate him and it really plays with like the dynamics of like like who is who like in the first like episode or two, you always think like, oh, these are like the archetypal people. These are how they're gonna feel about him. And then they like really just flip that on your like. It's constantly flipping things on its head and just like totally surprising you by like how these people feel about Boji and how Boji is going to like evolve as a character. Uh, also, the design is amazing and the animation is beautiful. Uh, highly recommend it. The season is the first season is like still coming out and like the english dubs are also still coming out pro actually voices the little blob yeah. named kage they're not all dubbed though that i think only like the first three are dubbed um but i highly recommend it the ranking of kings go check it out mm-hmm. and fan pitches you've heard this before I've, we've been gone for like a month or two so you know we understand uh, please send us fan pitches. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear We'll read anything. We'll read anything. We want to hear what you anything. have to say about <laughs> movies and video games. Uh, please. Get uh, get at us. Our Twitter is at GameRealPod and our email is GameRealcast at gmail.com.
1: So thank you to Chris Kirk who made our theme song. His Twitter is at Composer Kirk. That is at Composer Kirk on twitter.com. Kirk spelled K-I-R-K. And his Bandcamp also at composerkirk.bandcamp.com.
2: We would also like to thank Britt Jr. for our incredible album art. If you'd like to follow her on Twitter, her Twitter is at artzoid, so that's a r t z zero i d.
0: Thank you for listening. I have been your host, Cassidy Easton. I'm Matt.
2: I'm Annika.
0: And uh, good night, everyone. <laughs>